Hey friend, welcome back to the Balanced Life Podcast. I am your host and balance specialist, Ellen Kimball. So grateful that you're joining me today. And if you caught yesterday's podcast, I talked about hope. And I am your resident hope dealer and your life enthusiast. So I'm going to remind you again that if you need help finding your balance in your physical body, your finances, your freedom, your time availability, get on my calendar. We'll talk about some resources and you'll leave with some great tips and tools to implement today. You can get on my calendar at speakwithellen.com. But for today, I want to talk with you again about some hope. And I want to share a story with you from back in my days as a foster mom, because I had some amazing children that lived in my home that didn't come from my womb, but who had an opportunity to stay in my home and with our family for a small amount of time. And one of those beautiful children was a young girl. The story I want to share with you is that she came out of a place along with a sibling of some dependent neglect. What happened with her was a direct evidence of hope and seeing that hope. And yesterday I talked with you a little bit about this really amazing study that some scientists did back in the 50s at Harvard with some rats. How when the rats were given a second chance, they seemed to have hope and were able to push their physical limits further than any of them had shown the capability of doing prior to that. And that hope is a very powerful force in our lives. And when we're offered hope, we can endure a lot of things knowing that there's something better coming. It removes despair and despondency, and it allows us to look forward, to put our minds in action to what can be. And that's really what I want you to hear today, because that's what hope does. Faith is believing there's something better, even when you can't see it. The Bible calls it the substance of things that we hope for and the evidence of things that we can't yet see. So when you think of it that way, the things that you can't see, but you know things are going to get better. It's very much like having a restless night's sleep, but knowing the day is coming. It's not always going to be dark. That sun is going to come up the next day. And that's what hope does for us as well. Well, so in this story, I had a 10-year-old girl that came and lived with me. When she came, her function in her nuclear family before she came to live at my home was that of a functioning parent. And you heard that correct. She was 10 years old, but she was functioning as the adult in the scenario that she was in because of the dysfunction that was taking place within her home. It was a single parent family. There were a lot of really hard things happening there, but she was having to make sure that there was food and safety and doing things at 10 years old that was pulling on her. As you can imagine, 10 years old, a fourth grader who wasn't really able to fully be a kid because of these responsibilities that no one else could shoulder. And so by default, they fell on her. Well, this is the really cool part of the story. When she came to live in my home, she actually was suffering with an infection, a physical uh, ailment, and was on antibiotics and under the care of a physician, and so could not go into school for a week. 
it was really a mixed blessing because yes, she was not well, but she was able to spend 24 hours a day in my home for a whole the whole first week and just be completely immersed in a totally different family life. She immediately had older siblings because my children were all in the home. One of her siblings came with her. What happened was that for those seven days, there was no more defaulting to her being the functioning adult. She could be a little girl. And I remember saying to her, honey, I'll be the, I'll be the mom and you get to be the little girl. You get to have fun. I'll take that responsibility. Because there were times where she needed a definition of the roles because she wasn't used to that. I would let her know that's okay, I'll take care of that. You don't have to worry about that, you can go play. It was such a beautiful thing to see and little by little, even just in seven days, I began to see her releasing that heavy weight that was not hers to carry and I saw her start opening up to play. Well, here's the really cool rest of this story. Seven days later, I took her to school and I drove her to school every day, she and her sibling, and then picked them up in the afternoon. In the afternoon, I waited in the pickup line and her teacher, her homeroom teacher, walked her out to the car. As she got in the car, the teacher said to me, this is a very different little girl than the one who left here last week. She said, let's have a parent-teacher conference soon. Well, the next week, I went in and had a parent-teacher conference, and this teacher shared with me how this little girl had been despondent, how most of the time she was coming to school with her hair down in her eyes. She would keep her eyes down. She wasn't doing well in her studies. At recess, out on the playground, she would find a corner over by herself. She wasn't playing with other people. She would pull the leaves off of the trees almost the whole recess time until it was time to go back in. And this teacher was very concerned about what was happening in the home. What she saw just in that one day back after having been in our home for seven days, she saw a little girl who was a little more kempt, who was much more interactive. Her eyes were actually up and looking at people and she was engaging with her peers and her friends again. What this story is about is about the hope. This was about a story of a 10-year-old girl who didn't have hope in a very dysfunctional, pain-filled life. And then she was offered some hope in another setting. Things weren't perfect. Nothing is perfect. But that's not what this podcast is about. This podcast is about the balanced life. It's about finding the shifts that we can make to get back to center so that we can live with more abundance and joy. And when you have hope, you can find your joy again. You can continue to keep your eyes up. You have something for which to look forward. You're anticipating instead of crouching down, just surviving through each day. You're actually finding that desire to thrive. And it causes you to start looking for more, for looking looking to what you can make happen instead of being in fear about what will happen to you or just not being sure of anything to having these rays of hopefulness and the expectation that things can be
be better and I have the power to make it so. I hope that this story has resonated with you in some way. I hope that you've been able to have a takeaway here that will add value to where you are and make sure that you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss another episode. I appreciate you joining me today and if you know someone who needs to hear this message, please feel free to share it with them. You know if you need my help, you can get on my calendar at speakwithellen.com and I look forward to talking with you on the next podcast. And there you have it, another Balanced Life podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do me a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Balanced Life podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's who I'm looking for, amazing people just like you. And when you're ready to work together to shift your life from off balance to abundance, get on my calendar at speakwithellen.com.